This is Sandra Owens. This is Wendy Yao. This is Caleb DeMaster. This is Emma Cochran, and you're listening to HC Medium Talk. You said you're going to forget all this if you don't do something mm. with it. I challenge you to take a photo every day for a year of something that you think is really cool. I, what I didn't realize is that that was going to be life-changing for me. Hey, welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Mr. Russ, Bryant Russ, high school Bible teacher, co-host. Cam Houck. Hey, guys. Cam Houck. And our very special guest today, Julie O'Brien. Hello. So, Julie, we are so excited. First of all, Julie, would you say best friends? Are we... We are best friends. No question <laughs> about it. That's kind of been what I was thinking, too. I didn't want to assume anything, but I just figured we were at that kind of best friend status. Absolutely. So. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Julie, thanks so much for being with us today. Just kind of a casual conversation about who you are and why you're here and what you love to do. So, can I start? You teach science. I do. Here at the high school. And I've got about 5 million science questions. <laughs> can you help me maybe with just <laughs> one of them to start? I don't know. Well, I, I, can, I'll try. I can try. And if it's not your field or whatever, I get that science, there's like 20 things under the heading of science. and 20? 20? Just <laughs> That's 20. It. You know, Bible teachers just like, you know, I'm just a Bible teacher. You know, just a simple Bible teacher. But but then you get into science, and it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a da da da, and it's just a little much for me personally. Is it gonna be in the life sciences realm? What is not in the life sciences? <laughs> That's realm? true. That's true. That's so my true. question is this: You hop in a spaceship, and you just start going a direction. Any direction is fine, and you keep going, and you keep going. What is like? Is there an edge or what? Is there just like a wall you'd clunk into or is it just forever or what does that mean? I don't think we know that. Julie knows. Mrs. O'Brien knows, Cam. Do you I, hear think, him I think Cam actually has given us a pretty good answer. And your probability of catching up with the edge, not high. Catching up with the edge. Sorry. So it's like, it's, it's expanding. Afraid so. Oh, goodness this just got You'll, messy. You'd probably die before you got there. Okay, yes. I realized that I would die and that we don't have these spaceships. It's it's just... <sighs> I think about Let's space a lot. You think about space it's a lot? It's a very fascinating thing. Cam, next interview, See, you, you might need be the interview. you need Mrs. Borsma. That's who you need. Oh, yeah. Okay. She, she would know absolutely. where the end of space is. <laughs> she would have a, a clean cut answer for me. <laughs> Over foam. there. It's just a foam wall and you'd hit it and it'd say, turn around. You've come too far. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, let's come back to reality, I suppose. Julie, um, how long have you been at Holland Christian? I don't always remember the exact number, honestly. Oh, wow, actually. you're now, just not going to answer any of our questions. <laughs> 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 no, part of it is um, I've been here for 23 years, I okay. think. Um, and I've taken two leaves of absence, which oh, okay. sort of mess it up a little bit with exact number of years. So that is partly why I get confused when adding up my numbers. Okay. Here. So were those like professional leave of absence? Like you went to do something sciencey or how's that? So work? the first one, actually I went and I taught in West Africa for a year with, um, SIM, the serving in missions. And then the second one I did take a leave to work on curriculum and development of curriculum. Okay. So, hmm. 
Okay, so for listeners, before we do one of these conversations, we typically touch base once or twice and say, hey, just be brainstorming, typically show a couple questions that we might be asking. And I heard something about Julie in in West Africa, and I said, hey, are you going to talk about West Africa? And I wrote down her quote. Here's what she said. If we're going to talk about me, we're going to have to talk about Africa. I thought that was Mm -hmm. a a pretty telling. Talk to us. what, uh, What were your experiences that were so significant to who you are? Well, I, it's, yeah, how to begin. I ended up in Africa the first time in part because I was trying to figure out what did I actually believe. Um, Mm. I grew up in an amazing family. I'm super tight yet with my parents and um, Christian home, church, all that all growing up, but just struggled with some things and trying to figure out... um, How do you walk wisely in a world that doesn't all make sense and that has a lot of hurt and pain and hypocrisy and all of those things? And um, the summer after my freshman year of college, I really got to the point where I, I, God and I were having quite a conversation. And I was like, all right, either I'm all in and this is going to be my life or I'm done. I don't. I don't want to walk in any middle ground of this. Hmm. Um, And so I went um, and I spent a summer working. I was at the time um, trying to decide between nursing and pre-med. And so I went and I spent the summer in East Africa working on a medical clinic, both working, serving in the existing medical clinic was just outdoors and um, helping to build what would be the facility. I actually still have... um, I'll never forget, a woman came with her daughter, and they had nothing to put the medicine in, and so she came with a Fanta pop bottle <laughs> to get the medicine, wow. and I actually still have the bottle cap sitting on my dresser in my room at home, because it was awesome. a piece of just thinking about the big picture that I didn't want to ever forget. Wow. So how old are you at this point? 19. Okay. So you're 19 in East Africa serving, and you said part of it was this wrestling with this, am I in or not? What happened? I assume the answer became yes. The answer became yes. So how? totally in. Why? Um, Why? It was an unbelievable opportunity, and I think that I still actually keep in touch with a number of people who I went with. Um, and I think if you talk to all of us, we would all say the same thing, that it was very much you could see that God brought us together, the combination of us just with some unique gifts and some unique interests. Um, and so what I learned from that group and then what I learned from the people that we had opportunity to spend time with there um, was overwhelming. and. I don't even know totally how to, how do you put some of those things into words? I think God speaks to each of us so individually and uniquely sometimes in the places that we need it to understand Mm. him. Um, And I just feel like he really made obvious some things to me, even in terms of, you know, I had a lot to work on. I had a lot of places I had to grow. Um, and that walking with him is going to be messy. It's hmm. not going to be clean cut. It's not going to be you make progress and arrive. It's going to be it's going to be good and it's going to be messy. Hmm. Yeah. 
So may I ask, it sounded like you'd mentioned uh, part of your confusion, the world didn't make sense, all the, you know, all those different things. Is that kind of the rational, logical part of who you are? And was that what was satisfied enough to say I'm in or was it something else altogether? Uh, I think it was a combination of things. I think very, I am, hello, I teach science. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I tend to be pretty rational and logical and, you know, one plus one should equal two all the time, everywhere, no matter what. Um, and so that piece, and I also think, um, having grown up in a Christian community, going to church all my life, I went to Christian school all the way through my undergrad and college, um, and I think for me, too, even the, like, if you're a Christian, your actions and words and all those things should match. And it didn't always feel like that in the community always, which, again, welcome to life. We're broken people, and that's the beauty of what the Christian community actually is. But I had to figure some of that out, like, how do I walk in this and how do I have grace for myself? And how do I have grace for other people? And what does it mean that we're broken people? And am I making some sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So you, how long were you in East Africa? So I was there for about six weeks. Okay. And then you mentioned West Africa, I think. Yeah. Also. So that was uh, just an amazing opportunity. And I... I was very blessed. I grew a ton. Um, then after my first couple of years of teaching, I actually went back for a summer and spent time in Timbuktu, which is oh, yeah. not only a real place, a really <laughs> amazing place. Um, it's unfortunate right now because there's just a lot of unrest. It, it, it wouldn't be a great place to go visit right now. Hmm. Um, but an amazing place. And when I was there, then I met um, some missionaries that I respected so, so, so much. And that's actually the first I ever heard of um, SIM, the organization. And then that too, when I had my leave of absence from here to teach in West Africa, that's actually why I chose to go with that organization. Oh. Um, and I, I mean, their whole motto is by prayer. And it was such a powerful learning experience for me of like a, an organization that walks that out. Like it was, I, I grew so much, I have so much respect. I, I grew so much and I, I stay in touch with a number of people. Um, yeah, from there hmm. too. I even had a couple of my former students come visit me here in Holland oh, too, cool. which is super fun. So. Wow. Uh, you mentioned earlier, I think you said you were like 19 and deciding between pre-med or something else. Nursing, where did, yeah. Where did teaching <laughs> yeah, come I in there? Because I, I, I don't I think you're a Some nurse. Some students have heard this, but I, it actually, it, you know, and that's another God thing. I was midway through my junior year doing clinical rotations in the hospital, and I had an amazing nursing professor. At that point, I had sort of ended up saying, okay, it's going to be nursing, and um she came to me one night after, like, I had done my full clinical rotation and everything, and I was getting ready to leave, and she came to me, and she said, Julie, your grades are good. Mm -hmm. You're doing a good job with patients. You'd make a great nurse, but you don't like this at all, do you? And mm. I just started bawling. Wow. I was like, no, I don't like it at all. And I loved the science of it, 
But yeah. like one of the pieces I had never, ever thought about, I never thought about the idea that in this particular area of nursing, it would be a turnover of patients all the time and it would be a turnover of staff most of the time. So every time I went to the hospital, I had new patients that I didn't know at all and I was usually working with new staff as well. And I, oh, I did not like it at hmm. all. Oh, um, but this is your junior year. Like yeah. you're, you're almost Did done. all that work? So I, like I went to my parents and I was like, I don't know. She sat with me for almost two hours after <laughs> mm. that clinical. Like, oh my word, she was amazing. And I said, I don't know. I don't like it. And I actually ended up switching my major. She sat with me and another one of my professors sat with me. And I looked at everything I had been involved in was all like coaching stuff and mentoring and tutoring. Like everything I had been doing was completely related to education but it had never dawned on me that, yeah. hey, you know, this might be a better fit. Um, wow. That is awesome. Where were you at school? I was at Calvin. Okay. What's the professor? Do you remember the professor's name, the nursing professor? Vandenberg, Susan Vandenberg. Susan Vandenberg, shout out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. She and Steve Sudjink actually okay. both deserve shout outs because I switched cool my major then midway through my junior year and graduated on time. Wow. No now way. I lived in the land of insanity for a little while. Okay. And my roommates, oh my word, they they would pick me up at the library for dinner. They'd pick me up at the mm -hmm. library. They'd take me to play volleyball and then they'd drop me back off. Wow. I, I'm, yeah, very thankful. And it was totally, totally right. Um, but I also don't regret, I mean, like, who gets to spend that time doing clinical rotations? Like, mm -hmm. I'm super yeah, thankful for awesome that. Awesome experience. Like, sure I makes you better at your of, job, even too. for teaching. Yeah. Like, what will that mean for students? And so, wow. Yeah, so here crazy. you are, a science teacher, and you teach most often biology. Is that right? Yeah. So I've taught a lot of the freshman physics, and I've taught some of the chemistry. Um, but every year I teach biology. Okay. So, yeah. What's the best part of that job? Ooh, best part of that job, I think probably two things. One is when somebody walks away, and I think it most often happens with Bio-A, and they go, holy cow, like, this was hard stuff, and I get it, and I get hmm. how it fits together, That's and me. it matters, and, like, not it. that they remember all the details, but do you, no, does that make I, sense what I'm saying? I absolutely, like, so we started your class, and I was like, oh, this is hard. Oh, we have to memorize all this, and, like, we're doing all this stuff, and then we just, like, kind of stopped for a bit and started doing something else. I was like, oh, okay, well, we did that, and now it's this hard stuff. But then, towards the end, I was like, whoa, it all goes together. Yes. And it was so fascinating. And I biology A and B have definitely been like my favorite courses. And except I, Bible three, except for Bible course. three with oh, gosh, Mr. This Ruff. Is uncomfortable. But um <laughs> no, I I never knew like I enjoyed that stuff, but then like your enthusiasm with it also like, you know, it just all together is like, whoa, this is cool. So Thanks for uh, teaching me that. Cause Man, wait, so what is this? Thanks. Biology, is it like the so human body or is it just like life yeah, stuff? Well, Any living like Bio-A, was it just like the different systems of the body? So like digestive, respiratory. Do you remember our theme? Oh, this is going to be a quiz our for theme, Cam. Uh -oh. Cam okay. the quiz man. Let's a see. Theme. What was the Give him a question. Any question from the exam. Oh, what was the theme? I'm just wondering if he remembers the overall theme. There, there kind of are two. What was So. Well, there's always the awe and stewardship yeah, portion. Yeah, good, nice. Say that again, <laughs> so, Cam. Awe, the awe and stewardship. Oh, I love that. Dang, Julie, I wish I took this class. You're killing me. Okay, awe um, and stewardship. Is there another? 
You do know we can go into PowerSchool and change grades from past years. So right now, Julie, go ahead this, and open yeah, your computer. I, this I is... got an A in the class. You, you, <laughs> excuse me. You had an A in the class, but now everything could change. That's right. Awe and stewardship. Stewardship. You are what you eat. You are what you yes. eat. Literally. <laughs> you are what proteins. You eat. Ah, good man. See, woohoo. I am impressed. I kind of remembered it. Oh, Need a little boost there, but that was good. No, but I remember like, and now in anatomy and stuff, I'm looking at all these diagrams and like, I know that <laughs> <laughs> just because. And like, I watched Grey's Anatomy twice over the summer and before, and I was like, dude, I know this because Mrs. O'Brien told me to know this. That is awesome. And it's, it's cool. She, I really enjoyed how she taught. This is yeah. live feedback from a student right here. I'm, I'm honestly very jealous of what's happening right now. That is so good of you. Because did. I'm not talking about Bible <laughs> no, 3. No, no, no. It's good. It's just like sometimes, Julie, I don't know if you feel this way. I often feel like I love, one of my favorite jobs at home is mowing the lawn. Oh, because yes. you mow the lawn and you look at it and you're like, I just did something and I can see. A beginning, what, an end, yep. and obvious progress. And teaching I won't, sometimes. My husband, he laughs. He's like, you don't want me to mow the lawn. I'm like, no, honey, I love you a lot, but this is a job. Like, yep, I need to do this one. Yep. yep. Sometimes I'll just look at my students and be like, is anything happening? My dad I'm just crying. says, Cam, go mow the lawn. I'm like, no, you mow the lawn. He's like, no, you do it. Uh, okay, so here you are teaching biology. What do you hope happens from the beginning of the course to the end? Talk to me. Maybe I'm asking, talk to me about awe. And stewardship, what is, what's underneath that? So I think for me, like, it was really cool. The, when I got married, my husband bought me a camera for our wedding. That's what he wanted to get me. And I really wanted to learn how to use it well. Like it was an actual camera with stuff you could adjust. Not one of the <laughs> wind up and then dispose. And not a phone and, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And um, so... I actually took just a little, we took a little short mini class together. Oh, cool. And then, which was awesome. Um, and then he said to me, he said, now you're going to forget all this. Like he's as much a teacher as I will ever be. Um, he said, you're going to forget all this if you don't do something mm, with it. So true. So mm -hmm. he said, I'll, I challenge you to take a photo every day for a year of something that you think is really cool. And... What I didn't realize is that that was going to be life-changing for me because every day, like I went through the day being like, what's my cool thing today? Yes. Like the whole uh, attitude of, you know, hey, what? Oh, this is awesome. But is this awesome enough to be the cool thing? So I'd end up with like 20 oh, photos by man. the end of the day because I'm awesome. like, this is really cool. But is this cooler? And is yeah. And I think like that idea of... I want that students are ready for college and whatever they want to go on in and all that good stuff with biology. But I also want that they walk away like, wow, this mm. God of A's, G's, T's, and C's knows how many <laughs> hairs are on my head. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, ah, that is so it cool. Is yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. That, yeah. Okay. You essentially, so, would you say you want their eyes to be wider open when they're done than when they began? Oh, wide open absolutely. Eyes. And then, and then, you know, we, we, they'd start to roll their eyes by the end of bio B. But like I read Psalm eight about 90 million times to mm. them because I think the whole, like 
the awe and stewardship piece are both really there. Like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, how majestic. Oh, mm. I want you to walk out with that. Oh, 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 my word. But I also want you to walk out with the, all right, now that we know a lot more, what is, like, what does that mean then for how I walk it out? Hmm. Yes, and kind of the same thing with the camera. Like, if you don't, if you don't walk it out, it's, not, it's nothing. A year, it's gone. And it's, I mean, bio is awesome, but it also has some ridiculously hard questions, especially with all our biotechnology and, and where things are going. How do we, how do we walk wisely? Oh, yeah. Like ethical kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you still take pictures? I do. Really? Yep. Not every day, just but, time-wise. So but, how, what about those, you said some days, you know, you're like, oh, this is a cool thing, but is there going to be something cool? Or what about like the bad days when you're kind of like, well, <laughs> not happy today. Nothing's cool. I don't want to be teaching bio. How do you oh, find we those moments still? don't have those still? days as teachers do. do, do we? You? Well, I, like, I love to teach. Mm. I do. I love, and not every day is a good day, but I do, I love to teach and I can, I can get pretty excited about biology. I'm, I, on most, I'm aware. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think sometimes for me, I have to be careful. Like you can get really close to things. And so like you're discouraged because you're having trouble communicating with a student or you're discouraged because you'd finish a lesson and you're like, oh, but that's so much like they're not, I'm not getting the connections mm -hmm. of this through the way that I would hope to. Um, and I like I think I work hard to then take a step back because it can be, I think you can get so close to it that you don't always make good decisions about how you move forward from that mm -hmm. spot of discouragement. And I'm, I'm trying, I'm not, I'm not good at it. This isn't my natural personality bent, but I'm trying to teach myself to take a step back and look at like, okay, let's look at the bigger picture of how it all fits together. And then I find that I can often take a step better in a better direction. I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, for sure. So I, lo I love asking this question. I think we've forgotten the last couple of times, but can you give us something you're learning right now? Oh, yeah. Here you are in the middle of teaching. What's something you're learning these days? Can it be any category, any field? So I actually been thinking a lot about metacognition. Ah, metacognition. <laughs> oh, sure I was enough. thinking about that earlier today. I actually was too. It's, <laughs> it's kind of weird. I know that's terrible, isn't it? But I, I actually... Um, that whole idea of thinking about how we think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I read the book this summer, um, Make It Stick, which, have you read this? Nope, I've seen it on a couple people's shelves. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much read it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense to me. <laughs> um, and it was really interesting because I read it following two classes that I took, one um, on Isle Royale, where we were working okay. with the the guy that's been in charge of that moose wolf research, which is like the longest running large mammal research on earth. He's amazing. Hmm. Um, Don't know about this. And then one of the ones that I took in uh, Southeast Alaska. And both of the professors were verbal processors. Okay. Which, um, like the researcher literally, like you're one of these – like, he's an ecology hero. I know that's, you're going to be like, uh-huh. You have baseball cards or yeah, exactly. <laughs> ecology hero ecology cards. cards. <laughs> um, but in the world of ecology, he's like, he's a big deal. Um, 
But he would literally process through just verbally with this group of people that I was with taking this class, like, here's what we're thinking about as far as how we're going to do this research, blah, 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 and just kind of will verbally process through all of it. And then my my other professor in Alaska, like, you literally would be like, must get my kayak next to him because he's just talking and there's so much that he knows hmm. and it's it's crazy. So what was that course in Alaska? Um, that was a course on bears, actually. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Julie, you are one of the coolest people I've ever met. Oh, man. Okay, the course on bears in Alaska, mm-hmm. and you want to kayak up to the professor. <laughs> Gee, I feel like such a loser after this game. <laughs> Bible 3 is cool. <laughs> I just need some just... encouragement after this. We'll stop recording, and then you can tell me all kinds of nice things. So, you, okay. <laughs> so, just long story short. It, it made me think a lot about how how am I teaching and am I am I giving students enough of like what's going on in my head for them to understand like what I think is important and why I think it's mm. important oh, so and how good. the connections are. But then also like how the brain works. And if, again, for biology, that's just fun stuff for me too. And there's so much that we don't know as a whole and mm-hmm. so much I don't personally know. Um, and then – the other thing too, like this idea of resilience and grit. Um, how do we how do we work together to build a healthy community and a community that has a lot of resilience and grit to be able to? What kind of resilience are you talking about? Like emotional or physical? Like are you talking medicine? What what exactly do you mean? No, I mean like there are going to be hard things in life and there are going to be things that are hard to learn and there are going to be things that knock you down. And in most areas of your life at some point, how do we, how do we help um, students keep growing and ourselves keep growing and having the tools to be resilient Mm. and to recognize um, blessings and have gratitude and, and have grit to sort of stick with it. And I know those are kind of catchwords right now, but like I do think there's there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of um just challenges. So how do we how do we keep growing and how do we keep providing tools and I don't know. Am Is I there, making sense? Yeah, I, yeah, I can't think of a ton more valuable things to be giving our students for all the challenges ahead than to learn to to be people of perseverance, people yeah. who endure i mean yeah i mean and not just academically in the sphere of school but life relationships i mean that's so important to be able to grit and what how did you phrase it grit and what resilience resilience and grit yeah amen and and like do you know how to go after the support you need or Mm. do you know how to yeah, push when you don't think you can handle it anymore. Even recognizing mm. stress and what I do with my stress. Yeah. That's been so, you know, I'm 30 years old and I'm only just now starting to realize like, oh, that's, I'm stressed. And that's why I'm, you know, whatever. That's why I'm being short-tempered with with people. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, and then to say, okay, what am I going to do with that stress? What, you know, how, how do healthy coping mechanisms, all the different things. So I think similar vein. But what did you call it? metacognition? Metacognition. It's just like thinking about thinking. Like, yeah, it's I, just the I, word for how we think about thinking and how the brain works with all of that. I read a, Myers' Psychology for AP, and I don't think I thought about it as much as you did. 
It wasn't as exciting when reading from a textbook. <laughs> Seriously, make it stick. It's good. I, yeah. I, it made me do a lot of thinking. It, I mean, it's meant to be for educators, but I think even for students. I actually recommended it to one of my students who um, graduated last year and was talking with me about trying to be wise about getting started in college. And I was like, this is a good one to think about. Um, so, yeah. I like that. I usually think about thinking about thinking about thinking. So. <laughs> I've never you done what? just the thinking about thinking. He promised me he wouldn't be sassy. See, this we have a little yeah. history with yeah. some sass. Well, he promised he wouldn't be when sassy. When you teach but... Bible 3 instead of bio. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hurt and pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the history is really more I send Julie cool, interesting emails and say, hey, have you read this? And then she says, oh, I'll get to it, you know, uh, 2020, maybe 2021. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, guys no collab for no uh, sass there at all. You guys had a little collab for a class once last year. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yep, we do yeah. that every year. Yep, is it every year, every semester, every year. We do that every year, Cam. Did uh, she come to your class? I think you did. See, I don't even get invited to his. class. Actually, hmm. I have to come and cover his class when he's going really? to the other science teachers' classes. <laughs> I make very complicated sub plans for yeah. he does. kind of little revenge. Yeah, I have to sing and dance. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's something. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay, Julie, I've got a question for you. You, in fact, today I walked into the into the teacher or staff lunchroom, and you were talking about your cherubs. <laughs> Why? Okay, honestly, I think when I met you years ago, I was not sure who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but you call your students. I think I've figured it out. You call your students cherubs, right? Yes. W- when did that get started, and, and why? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. They're so obviously cherubs. But <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> That's the same phrase I, I use. Is it? No, sorry. Mm. I, Do you have a phrase? No, not for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even know exactly. When it, that's been happening for a while. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's just a term of endearment. Yes. I sometimes refer to them in class as my chatty cherubs. Okay. She does. <laughs> Our class a lot. <laughs> the chatty cherubs. And that, you know, we need to maybe move forward. <laughs> but I like that. I'm, I might have to start doing that. Chatty cherubs. All right, Mrs. O'Brien, what's something about yourself that most people don't know? I I. I, I don't know that I really have anything good for that. I have used as an example, Cam probably knows this, because I've used this as an example when I've asked so kids. Cam knows your example. I do. I'm share. actually the only one who knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't be. The, but I sometimes use this when I ask students to introduce themselves. This is not every not everybody knows this, but I I was the nameless one for three days. <gasps> I was baby yeah. right away for three days no. until my parents could come up with a name. Yeah, That is so cool. Yeah, it's yep. tough. I always thought, man, it's they were so just easy. like, we loved you and we thought you yep. were fantastic, yep. but we looked at you and we were like, we don't know. The names we were thinking of are not right. Even <laughs> still, you know, I still feel this way with my kids. I'll often call them the other kids' names, and I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, you are. I don't. I guess a name and like what my you know beautiful little girls like who they are. It's like sometimes I'm just. I don't even care about your name. Like, you're you, and and I love you. I'm crazy about you. I don't know. Maybe that makes no sense, and we should cut this from the podcast. So they they named you Mrs. O'Brien. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Hmm. 
How about <laughs> Okay, so you didn't have a name for a couple days. How about Julie, who are some people along the way who stand out as uh, people who've really influenced you, made you who you are? Um, can you think of any stories of people? Besides your parents that didn't name you. <laughs> <laughs> My parents definitely would be one of them. Um, but um, when I was in West Africa, I... Um, really appreciated a lot of the people that I worked with, but there was one woman on staff with me. Her name was Aku. And I, there are many people that I was there with that impacted me tremendously, but she, the thing that was kind of wonderful about her was she was from Africa, but I was living in Niger. I was teaching in, in Niger, Niger's the English pronunciation just north of Nigeria. Um, but she and her husband were actually there from Ghana. Uh, and they were serving as well, and she was teaching at the school with me. And the wonderful thing about her was she understood a lot of the culture, but she also was a bit of an outsider like me. And um, so just this amazing woman of wisdom and grace and humor and um Oh my goodness, I learned so, so much from her. And she was this wise, let me just pull you aside and say, don't do this because that's a bad idea <laughs> in this context, person. <laughs> and you're like, thank you, thank you. Um, I learned, I think, a lot about walking wisely in a diverse community with a lot of different perspectives from watching her and hmm. watching her just love people with this deep, thoughtful, wise grace. Oh, So many of the most important, I think, like the wisdom type things are often communicated or, or passed on through a life, through a story, through seeing someone respond in different scenarios, almost like the ministry of, of Jesus. You know I mean? He's, he, it's, it's not like, hey, here's unit three for today. It's like, let's see this guy oh, so, live and interact. So and those, I love that you shared that story from just being in close proximity with someone, seeing the choices they make, how they do life. So important. Was she a Christian woman? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. She and her husband were both there um, to serve. At at the time, Niger was a. It still struggles with a lot of resource issues um, and some instability issues, but they were there to serve, just like I was, and I learned so much. Hmm. Awesome. The other people I would say, um, I, I mean, I could go on for a long. I've learned from and continue to learn from a lot of people, but I think probably in terms of impacting my life. My husband, like I've talked about a little bit, and then um, I have an accountability group that I've been meeting with every other week for about 27 oh, years. So awesome. Cool. That's Which the SOX crazy. group, right? It's the SOX group, yeah. So last year when you did graduation, oh, yeah. you were a graduation speaker and you wore, what were the socks? Were they duck, duck socks? Duck, duck socks, socks. I thought. Yeah. Duck socks. So yep. you all have the same pair of socks? So we all have this, like not, I mean, we all have our own right, pair. Right, I'm sorry. The, <laughs> Not of the, the same, same style of socks, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so like we, um, last week one of them was going through some tough stuff, so we all had our duck socks on for the day, and it's, um, it's you know, three women who are absolutely as close as sisters who 
um, you know, similar to some of the things I talked about with Aku, watching them walk through the good and the bad and the um, being able to be part of life and, and walking with them. And I know you have that here with some of the guys on staff too. Yeah. And um, I know that you're building that with some of your friends mm-hmm. too, Cam, and that's super cool. But it's it, the gift of what that is, people who know you well enough to laugh with you and cry with you and kick you in the butt when you need it is a gift. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So true. Okay, back to the beginning of our conversation. You mentioned 19 years old, trying to figure out, especially the faith stuff, am I in or am I out? Um, here you are many years later, you've decided to follow Jesus. Why? I think for me it started that summer. I think he I think he knew some of the pieces of what I needed to be able and I don't I don't even fully know how to put it into words. It's gonna make me cry. Um <laughs> but I think he knew what I needed in terms of seeing some pieces of who he was. Um and to see some of those things come back. Um, I had an experience where while I was there the first time when I was 19, um, and it's hard to explain all the context and stuff in the time that we have, but um, we just had an unusual amount of rainbows. Hmm. And it was just one of those things where you're like, yep. And then when I went... um, to consider if I was going to go and serve in West Africa for a year. I remember thinking, um, man, it'd be nice to have this confirmed with some rainbows. That'd be Mm, nifty mm -hmm. because it had been sort of a powerful thing. And so I went down to the, SIM is based in um, Charlotte, and I went down and spent some time there talking with them, looking at options and stuff. And when I was coming home, um, I was in the airport and I was kind of excited to get home because I was excited about some of the things that they had said and I wanted to talk some things over with my family. And um, I've never seen people get on a plane slower in my entire <laughs> mm-hmm. life. I'm like, people, put the luggage in, let's go. <laughs> and when the plane took off, it was the perfect time of night. And if the people hadn't been slow putting their luggage in, we would have backed out earlier. I kid you not. Like they literally, mm. the flight attendants were like, let's go, people. <laughs> um, and when we took off, we it was the perfect time of night, and I've never seen it since, that the light was reflecting off the cirrus clouds. So literally when you looked out the window, it was like bank after bank after bank after bank of rainbows. Wow. And then, so I I immediately start crying, right? I'm like, oh, man, thanks, God. (laughs) Um, And I open my book, and I'm reading this book, and I literally turn the next page, and the dude in the book is talking about, oh, I'm looking at this rainbow, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, I kind of think this is some confirmation. Hmm. So, um, yeah. You know, there are pieces like that, but I don't, like, I don't at all want to give the sense that, there have been some moments in life where I feel like God has been very clear like that. But a lot of life 
hasn't been like that mm. for me. I feel like it's been more doors open or closed or professors coming up to you at the end of the uh, <laughs> time in clinical saying, you don't like this, do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I want to be listening and I want mm. to be aware. And I think that um, sometimes it's harder here because there's so much to distract us and so much busyness and so much rush um, that I'm trying to keep reminding myself to slow down and all that, yeah. make sense? All that good stuff. Definitely. Um, but I see what he's doing and I see, I still see hard stuff. I still totally have times of discouragement and frustration and all that good stuff like we all do. Um, but I'm in. Hmm. Oh, amen, Julie. Hey, I'm so grateful for your friendship. I'm so grateful for you coming on our podcast. Um, but yeah, I think about who you are and you're somebody who I've got three children currently. And I just think like, man, I want Julie O'Brien or a, a Julie O'Brien to be an influence in the lives of my children. You model so well that discernment. Um, I love the story of you, 19 years old, like genuinely moving toward the wrestle of faith rather than just taking an easy answer. That that speaks mm -hmm. volumes to me about who you are. Uh, and yeah, I'm just really grateful. Thank you, Julie. I love also your awe. I love the, I, I think I'll remember that, the awe and stewardship. Oh, Cam, any last questions for Ms. O'Brien? Um, there's one question that, I've always wrapped up the podcast with because he forgets or just doesn't want to do it. I don't know. But <laughs> if there's, up. I'm sure, if there's one thing you could go back and tell your high school self, what might that be? Well, it sort of makes me chuckle. I had four rules for life in high school. Oh, wow. Of course. Like for my future. Yeah. It was, I'm not going to Kelvin. Ooh. Of course not. <laughs> go Dutch. <Check> one. <laughs> I'm not going to be a teacher. Ooh. No, who would want to do that? I'm not going to live in West Michigan. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to marry a pastor. <laughs> and now, no, I don't want to husband a pastor? And, no, he's an engineer, so that's oh, okay. the one I was oh. actually <laughs> successful so, And I, yeah. no offense to pastors at all. I just, I'm not a very good, like, mandatory mingler. <laughs> and so I thought I'd be a terrible pastor's wife. I was like, yeah, I can't do that, <laughs> for sure. So these are the rules of life. So I think what I would say to my high school self is... Um, two things. One, God probably has a lot better plans than you do. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, cool. And two, do your best to live without regrets. Hmm. YOLO? So you'd basically tell your high school self YOLO. You know what that no. is? You, you only, only live, live once. once. Yeah, that's kind of years so out now. I guess live people it out to the But fullest. not like, no, like, like, live so that you like when you walk away like if i see cam 10 years from now i'm gonna be like cam and not have him be like <laughs> uh, uh -huh. i know exactly right. what you're talking about actually like yeah. you know what i mean yep. and sometimes you don't have any control over it but you still can live so that you're like i did the best i could yeah very cool well i did say one thing you sorry, could tell so your sorry. high school no. self at two works <laughs> but uh julie o'brien thank you so much for being on the show Thanks for inviting me. We think me. so highly of you. Of course. It's fun hanging out with you. I Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. haven't had you in class for a little bit. I missed it. 
we should record some biology lectures. And so when we, we have a week off, we'll just post them. On and them. tell somebody it's somebody else, but they actually end up listening to biology yep. lectures. Trick them. I like that. Yeah. Hey, Cam. Go Maroons. Go Maroons, as go always. Maroons. There it is. That's. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Next week, we'll be with Devin Scott, Bible teacher here at the high school. I know I mentioned it would be two weeks before our next podcast, but we've got so many stories, so many conversations Cam and I want to have that we decided to shoot for every Wednesday, come out with a new episode. As always, if you have questions or suggestions, email Bruss, B-R-U-S-S, at hollandchristian.org. And if you're a disgruntled listener with all kinds of complaints, you can email Cam Hauk. Thanks so much. (laughs) 